put that thing back where it came from or so help me you'll get to listen to this episode of the retro rewind podcast Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 129, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. There's also a Patreon link if you'd like to be one of our awesome patrons, helping give us scream slash laugh energy uh, that is funding the show. Alongside Brian Keating, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, Patrick Hicks, Diego Avila, The Fill and Film Podcast, Peter Guzman, and our secret patron as well. Thank you all so much for your support. It really, really helps keep the monsters out of this dimension. My name <laughs> is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad designer, and I predicted that Monsters, Inc. would be a tragic movie. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, but before we introduce our guests, uh, here is your Francisco's boop, 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 flash announcement. Uh, these are same as last time, but in case you don't listen to every episode, uh, here, here it is again. I will be participating in Extra Life this year, which is a gaming marathon to support Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Uh, go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Extra Life if you would like to help me reach my goal of raising $500 to help families who could otherwise not pay for their medical services, as well as medical equipment, pe- mainly focused on pediatrics. Um, so, yeah, if you want to do that, that'd be great. Second, and this is thanks in substantial part to our awesome patrons, uh, Paul will be up here in Portland in uh, this month, actually. Uh, maybe soon after you're listening to this. So he'll, he'll, he may be here now when you're listening to this. Uh, <laughs> and we're going to be doing a Retro Rewind podcast listener meetup. It's going to be at 11.30 a.m. on October oh, 21st. <laughs> Uh, at Reedville Park, Hillsborough, Oregon. Uh, we have a Facebook event posted, uh, so you can find that from our page or our group. Uh, and if you can be there, that would be it'd be awesome to meet you or see you again if we've met you before. Probably not Paul, though. Uh, so it'd be fun to see Paul. Anyway, <laughs> now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, that was your Francisco's boop 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 flash announcement. Let's introduce our guests who have been very patient. First off like to welcome back to the show, as always, my good friend, co-host, Paul, the not-so-master interrupter, interrupter of this episode, Powers. Hey, Paul. Hi, Googly Bear. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Paul. Uh, Smooshy whoopsies? I think that's Something like yeah. that. <laughs> uh, Paul, here's your trivial question for Monsters, Inc. The restaurant that Mike and Celia, speaking of... Yes. <laughs> Uh, our at is called Harryhausen's. This yes. is an homage to Ray Harryhausen, the man who made the stop-motion animation monsters for films like Jason and the Argonauts, and also, uh, what was the other one? Jeez, uh, totally blanking. Titans, Clash of the Titans. There we go. Yes. 
also the octopus behind uh, the bar in the restaurant with only six legs is a reference to It Came From Beneath the Sea, a film which Harryhausen created an octopus with six arms due to budget restrictions. (laughs) So, Paul, given the beauty of both CG animated and stop-motion animated movies of today, if if you were given the reins on a Star Wars story that needed to be animated... Which of those would you choose to animate it with? 3D animation all the way. All right. But it would be better than the Rebels TV show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> why not? Add that to the uh, to their soundboard. Uh, yeah. Why not Shots stop motion? Fire. I'm just curious. Why not stop motion? Yeah. It, it's, it, it's too jerky. Okay. All right. Paul, what would you predict? Uh monsters inc would be um i predicted before seeing this movie that this movie monsters inc would be nostalgic awesome now we'd like to welcome back to the show uh he's been here before but this is his second time welcome back aboard he is the creative director for squared co a producer of limited edition prints pins and other goods as well as being one of the hosts of the squared co podcast a fabulous podcast if you if you're not listening you should be we'd like to welcome back to the show mark morris hi mark Hello. You so you actually did a little research on me. That's very nice of you. <laughs> it's <laughs> called stalking. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, it, I I don't mind either. Oh, good. Okay, it, it's <laughs> partially legal in all fifty states. Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, Mark, uh, so last time we learned that your favorite movie genre is superhero movies. Uh, now, Ooh. my a new question for you. I have a couple. What? Who is your favorite? movie actor or actress working today wow oh man that's tough i, think, I was about to say you can only pick one we uh i think on my our on our podcast the squared co podcast this gets brought up semi-regularly but i've got somewhat of a a man crush on ryan gosling oh, um, oh are you in luck this weekend <laughs> <laughs> no and i really am because my I also love Jared Leto and everything is coming together. And I mean, Han Solo too. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. There's so much goodness. Anyways, I think the short answer is Ryan Gosling. Okay. Maybe the long version. (laughs) No, no, that's cool. Uh, Have you seen, remember the Titans? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. But he's in that. This is he one was, of his first uh, roles. Sunshine? No, he or, was he wasn't Sunshine. He was He was the other blonde kid. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> I forget his name, but yeah. Uh I was just like totally surprised to see him in that when we reviewed it. Yeah. Uh but Mark, hey, my, Mark, if you're a bird, I'm a bird. <laughs> what? It's the notebook reference. Oh my gosh. <laughs> la la la. Uh <laughs> Land. Mark. The last word is land, not law. <laughs> Here's your trivial question. Back to Monsters, Inc. Let's get back. Sorry. Sorry. When Sully greets Ted, the monster's so big we only see the lower half of his body. Oh, I thought the bear. Okay, go no. ahead. 
Ted was originally supposed to roar like Godzilla. The filmmakers asked permission from Toho, Godzilla's film studio, to use a Godzilla roar, but Toho turned them down. So Ted responds, Aww. yeah, I know, with a chicken cluck instead. In one of the credit bloopers, though, it was re- he was revealed to be a dinosaur rex from Toy Story, uh, oh, auditioning cool. for the role in the movie. Mark, if you could have seen any monster from any existing property, animated or live action, do a cameo in Monsters, Inc., which monster would you have liked to have seen? Oh, man. I think just because there's a slight tie to Squared Co, I'd have to pick a Xenomorph. Oh, um, the al- from but, Alien? Right, right. But <laughs> it would stick out so much because <laughs> most of the monsters, even though they're monsters in Monsters, Inc., they're pretty cute yeah you know and a xenomorph is anything but the antithesis but it could do like a they they could pixar it you know what i mean i suppose yeah that would be cute (laughs) that's that's an awesome answer i like that uh and mark what was your prediction for monsters inc uh i predicted this would be a classic okay so we are across Across the the board In our predictions, let's see how those pan out. But Paul, first, will you please enter the course for Alice so we could get going to the roundtable? Hey, Alice, sorry we've been ignoring you for so long, but uh, forget that. Let's have a roundtable discussion on the movie Monsters, Inc. And then, uh, you know what, including in that, let's talk about what we liked and what we liked most and also what we didn't like and what we didn't like most. And then we'll come back for our final rating and maybe some feedback and announcements. Sweet. Alice, you got all that? No. Alert. Alert. Approaching target. Spoilers incoming. Establishing analysis vector. Mike. Sully. On November 2nd. Come on. It's up to them to save their world from the most dangerous monster of all. Creators of Toy Story. Where's the kid? We can neither confirm nor deny the presence of a human child here. Billy Crystal. Sully! John Goodman. Hold on! On November 2nd, welcome to the world of Monsters, Inc. You little one-eyed cretin. Okay, first of all, it's cretin. If you're going to threaten me, do it properly. Yes, welcome to the world of Monsters, Inc., where there are cretins and cretins. Okay, just cretin. <laughs> uh, just Wait, what do you say? What was it supposed to be? Cretin? Crouton. Crouton. <laughs> but, I mean, were our memories Cretonious? I'm not sure. Have you Cretans. <laughs> Cretans. I'd like to think not. Here is our memory mind meld a synopsis of Monsters, Inc. There's a story... There's a shortage of power in the world of monsters. Monsters use screams to help fuel their energy. Introduce Mike Wazowski and Sully Goodman, <laughs> who, are at, <laughs> who are the top scare team from Monsters, Inc. Mike and Sully go into a human little girl's room when they shouldn't to prove they are scary. And the girl accidentally joins them back in Monsterville. Mike and Sully try to conceal and harbor the girl from the other monsters. After taking a trip to Mount Everest with Cliff Yeti, Mike and Sully get banished to Alaska where they meet the Yeti and are introduced to (laughs) yellow snow cones. Then Mike and Sully find out that children's laughter fuels their energy more efficiently than screams. This is what they need. Then they change the power in monstropolis to go from scares to laughter and everyone lives happily ever after because they are very good at gluing microscopic splinters back together 
<laughs> uh, some of that was correct, but unfortunately, some of it was incepted. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, Paul, even though that wasn't completely technically right, will you please give us some of the technical details of this movie, like who was in it, how did it do at the box office, stuff like that? All right. Monsters, comma, INC, period. It's rated G, runs an hour and 32 minutes, and was released in theaters on November 2nd of the year 2001 in the United States of America. And it stars John Goodman. And he voiced Sully, but he also voiced Poncha in The Emperor's New Groove, which we covered in RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 119. And Billy Crystal. Yep, who voiced Mike Wazowski, uh, who also played Mitch Robbins in City Slickers slash 107. And James Coburn. Yes, he actually voiced Waternoose, the main spider bad guy. And he also played Commodore Duval in Maverick slash 38 and El Slizo Cafe owner in the Muppet movies slash 41. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and John Ratzenberger? Yes. He, I think it's just Ratzenberg, Paul. Is it Ratzenberger? It's burger. Okay. He's, he's a burger <laughs> oh, full of rats and stuff. <laughs> oh, going right past that. Who He voiced the abominable snowman uh, and also voiced Ham in uh, Toy Story slash 116. Oh, yeah. Uh, he voiced the assistant manager in the English dub of Spirited Away, slash 128. And he played Rebel Force Major Darylin in The Empire Strikes Back, slash 79. I was hoping you'd get that one. <laughs> and Frank Oz was in this movie. Yeah, uh, speaking of Star Wars. Uh, he voiced Fungus in Monsters, Inc., but he also went on to direct What About Bob, slash 88. He voiced Yoda in the original Star Wars trilogy, slash 79. He voiced Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, and Animal in the Muppet movie, slash 41. And was a brain surgeon in a deleted scene of (laughs) Superman 3, which we covered in episode (laughs) 1. Nice call. Uh, Monsters, Inc. also had Steve Suskind. Or Suskind. Yeah. Is it Suskind or Suskind? Either way. Yeah. Uh, he voiced the floor manager and also provided additional voices in The Emperor's New Groove. Again, one slash 119. And Jeff Pigeon, who voiced Bile. Oh, was his name Bile or Phlegm? I was, I thought I, he, he liked to be called Phlegm. I think Phlegm? his name is, you know, his friends called him Phlegm. Oh, but I think okay. his real name is Bile. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, uh, Taurine, as we discussed earlier. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and he also voiced uh, the aliens, robot, and Mr. Spell in Toy Story slash 116. And last but not least, Jack Angel. Yes, he provided additional voices in Monsters, Inc. And also voiced Astro Train in the Transformers, the movie slash 125. He voiced Shark in Toy Story slash 116. And again, provided additional voices in Aladdin slash 110. Who Framed Roger Rabbit slash 35 and DuckTales the movie The Treasure of the Lost Lamp slash 19. Wow, he's done a lot. Because he was King Zarkon in the original Voltron and and he was like the Flash and Hawkman and Super. All things we haven't covered, Paul. Continue. I'm sorry. All right. Oh, the budget of this film was about um, $115 million and it went on to gross... uh, 
five uh, let me get this right five hundred seventy seven million four hundred twenty five thousand seven hundred thirty four dollars worldwide and uh it was ranked wow. number four for the year of 2001 in domestic grosses oh very nice how about international um you had to ask hold hold on you guys interrupt me this is what i do to you (laughs) good call i don't know that answer but do you know what animated feature beat monsters inc for number three spot 2001 Ooh, that same year um See, I wouldn't think it's Shrek. It is Shrek. Oh. Very good. Oh, oh, let's try your your. Okay, what live action movie was number oh, two? It's one of your favorites of all time, Francisco. In two thousand one. Yes. Oh, oh, Fellowship of the Ring, of course. Very good. Okay. And you know what number one was? For live action. It's a little boy who knows magic. His oh, first Harry movie. Potter, of course. Potter. Yes. Yes. All right. I have a little bit of trivia Ooh, for this one. Go too. for it. Okay. So, and I only know this because I did it myself. Like, so before YouTube and all that, the only way you can see trailers and teasers was actually going to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what teaser trailer was a part of this movie? Of Monsters Inc.? Yeah. Uh, was it the next Pixar movie? Maybe, but that's not what I'm. What's the one in my head, Paul? <laughs> oh, uh, two towers. Or it, actually, is it uh, episode two? It is. Oh, really? Yes. Attack of the Clones. Oh, cool. So I was trying to be so cool when uh, I don't remember how we found this out, but me and my friends found out that the teaser trailer for Attack of the Clones was going to be in Monsters Inc. So we went there, saw the trailer. And like made a scene so people would know that we just went there to see the Star Wars trailer and watch <laughs> the movie. You got your money back. Because we were that cool and dedicated Star Wars fans. Wow. Wow. Bra- uh, bravo. <laughs> oh my. I've got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> well, I you have may a continue, Francisco. Thank you. I have a good feeling about our round table here. Uh, not the way I pronounce Roundtable, though. Uh, but we're going to start off with the things we really liked about Monsters, Inc. And let's begin with our guest, Mark. What's one thing you liked about this film? So I'm going to do something. This was almost actually my uh, classic maker. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but I changed it around. And I'm going to start with this one because I think Paul might do it. And I want to beat him to the punch. <laughs> there you go. Uh, it's see. the title and closing sequence. I know you you like to talk about them. Yes. Um, But I loved it. I thought it was really cool. And it was nice. um, Just, I don't know, a really fun idea that kind of tied in the the doors and the monsters like going Mm -hmm. in and out Mm -hmm. of the doors. And just that whole style that they used for the art um, for the opening and closing sequence, I really enjoyed. Yes. I surprisingly hated the, uh, <laughs> no. the opening. Um, and, and the reason why is, yes, is it better than, you know, white text on black background? Absolutely, of course. But I love when they do animated uh, opening sequences, kind of like this the was Panther. animated, Paul. I know. What I'm saying is, <laughs> is, but I like it when there's a story behind it or something behind it. This was just like um, opening and like oh, things see. going yeah, through. Okay. 
And mm. then the letters and the, the the style was different than the rest of the movie. And the letters, like at the end, they all changed. They spelled out Monsters, Inc. And then it changed to the title of the monst- like the font for Monsters, Inc. I was like, well, why don't you just use that font and play with that style? <laughs> I was like, come on, people. But anyway, well, I, I know I, some people like it. It's I just not my thing. It. Yes, you did. So <laughs> congrats to you. But And I, I think... Okay, this is totally going off topic. Sorry, friends. Yeah. But you did this with no the apologies. city. You did this for city stickers too, Paul. I love yes. the opening sequence for that. Yes. And you hated it as well. <laughs> no, I I'm think I, because I think I hated that one. That's yeah, what I hated. It had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I'm surprised because that had the cowboy roping in the yes. letters and stuff. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that why was really I like cool. that. Yeah, why I like that and not this. I can't tell you. Maybe I like the style better of that than this. I don't know. You know why? Because that style of city slickers kind of reminds me more of Sesame Street, where this reminds me of some art class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure all these are. A lot of these artists went to an art class at some point, Paul. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. So maybe you they're got trying me there. to relive Sorry. that or something. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, uh, you got me. Sorry. That's okay. Paul, why didn't you tell us something you actually did like, though? I loved uh, the voices in this movie. Okay. Uh, from the top uh, stars, even to Roz herself with Mike <laughs> Wazowski. The... Uh, the I think he was this, this one of the script guys, and I think they just use his voice as like one of the temp tracks, and they liked it so mm-hmm. much that they carried it forward. Yeah, I believe that's so, right. Yeah, uh, that was fun. I really enjoyed uh, and recognized. Oh, that voice sounds familiar. Who is that? And yeah, then, yeah. And I thought they did a good job of acting with those voices. So, along with that, um, I'll call out two voices that I liked. I really in. Or maybe it's like the voices and how they are characterized in the voice. Yeah. But the those two guys that sort of oh, went, that oh, sound yeah. the same. Yeah, the, that sound the same. But like like the so, nerdy intern guy. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. You're like you're distracting him. Oh, sorry, Mister Sullivan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought they were really fun. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. I I loved um, John Ratzenberger's Abominable Snowman. Yeah, it was just yes. so delightful, and I wish he was in that movie more. I would have loved yeah. to have seen more of him, or like, or if the short, at, which the way I saw it, it didn't come with a short, but I don't think the short, I don't remember a short with him. So I wish the short was about him, like how maybe how he gets to the Himalayas or something. I, I don't know. I would have enjoyed that. Maybe it'll have him more in Monsters Reincorporated. <laughs> Is that an actual thing? I don't think oh. so. <laughs> <laughs> Monsters Merger. <laughs> uh cool uh mark what's something else you liked um so another thing that i liked was the comedy that they had in it so mm. they had a lot of and this i think was mainly with um mike wazowski with like the cheesy one-liners that he would have or like the stupid puns and then they paired that with a lot of slapstick comedy i just thought that both of those two comedy styles Worked really well with these characters, mm-hmm. uh, especially Billy Crystal's like kind of snarky attitude. Um, but yeah, that was something I really enjoyed was the comedy styling of this this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of there was there's there was some comedy that I, oh I actually I really enjoyed the comedy in the bloopers for some reason. Those oh, are the yeah. things that really tickled me. And well, I, I mean, I love I th- I think there's also this element that I love that they put all this extra effort into 
manufacturing bloopers. Yeah. I, th- I, I really love that. Um, Paul, was there any elements of the comedy you really enjoyed? Yeah, a lot of there were definitely laugh out loud moments in the movie itself. It's like uh, when Sully thinks Boo is squished into this uh, trash oh, compactor, yeah. <laughs> and and he keeps fainting. Mike. Well, not a, it's after that. It's when Mike is uh, like, "Here, this is Boo," and he's like, "That's not Boo," and then. He hears Mike Wazowski, and then he hears like a and he hears a bunch of how many children do you have in there <laughs> in this little squished box? So there's there's definitely funny moments in this movie. Yes, I loved the scene when they bring Boo back to the house, and it's just a whole slew of like them get beating each other up trying to avoid her contact. So yeah. he like got oh, the yes. the cleaning spray and yes, tried to yes. clean whatever she touched, and then. He fumbled with it and sprays himself in the eye and then like runs into the wall. It's like all over the place. The whole scene was just cracking up. Yes. Yeah. That is definitely a good one. Um, let's see. Uh, let's go back to me. How about me? I like me. <laughs> How about I'll you? talk. Uh, uh, something else I enjoyed was the almost the 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 conceit of this film the the idea that the monsters we are we sort of have an awareness of uh, be it like through cryptozoology or just made made up monsters um, from movies I love that um, I love that they're they they come from this universe and then the ones that we know about like Bigfoot and uh, Abominable Snowman are ones that are essentially banished to our existence and that's why we know of them yeah. more. I like that I that that's a fun idea that there is a parallel universe and so the monsters are he, the monsters we know about here just came from there. So I, I really like that. Cricket, cricket, okay guys. <laughs> I'll help you no, out. No, I agree. Don't, don't I, worry. I, I totally agree. Okay. Well I'm glad they, yeah he had a list um I think it was Water News that was saying like, "Oh, you don't want to end up like," and he says, "All these uh, different monsters." Oh, I, Loch Ness I forgot monster. that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think he may, they may have called him Nessie or something like that. But uh-huh. yeah, he went through a list of all the different monsters that have been that banished. were banished. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, that's something I liked. Uh, let's go back to Mark. All right. So another thing that I really liked was the relationship between Sully and Boo. Um, and kind of the mm. development, how it grew. So he really didn't want to like her at first. Um, yeah. And then as they started spending more time together, it was funny to see how they mirrored that relationship with how like human parents and or babysitters or anybody that would have to watch a young child at some point. Like there were moments that mirrored what you may encounter if you ever are to watch like a toddler or something that's for sure like getting afraid like that you lose them or yes. that they got flushed down the toilet or, <laughs> or you barely want to touch them so you're yeah. poking them with a mop <laughs> i just thought that was really cool and then i mean they had those those uh comedic elements to it but it ended up being like a really heartwarming uh and touching relationship mm-hmm. yeah i i definitely agree there though boy y- you mentioned moments that you'd run into taking care of i i sort of got the sense that boo was two or three and she would still be in diapers probably at that point so it's i guess she did go to the bathroom once but Mm 
I and I've, it's only like an hour and a half movie, right? Uh, I just I found it a little. They don't show all the times they go to the bathroom. This is one of the few movies where they actually <laughs> show somebody. But it going seemed to the like bathroom. that could have been fodder for comedy to have them try to figure out changing a diaper and her peeing on them or something. I think that okay. Would... Not everyone wants to see that, Francisco. <laughs> I'm just so saying, I appreciate it they didn't funny. include that. All right, yeah, me fine. too. Me fine, too. That guys. Might, that may have been the tragic <laughs> for me. <laughs> uh, let's go back to Paul then. Yeah, Mark keeps t- taking all my from my list oh, because right. uh, Soli and Boo's relationship was my classic maker. Oh, wow. I mean, okay. uh, oh, no. the. No, it's it's. It, I thought it was so well done. From the there was a moment where Boo was copying and mimicking uh, Sully, mm, and it was mm-hmm. just so cute. And then at the end, where uh, Sully says goodbye and he tears up, and it's just so heartwarming. And then the very last moment of him oh. going through the door, and and he says Boo, and she says Kitty, and it fades on him smiling. I just thought was. <laughs> like the perfect ending for this movie agreed <laughs> okay uh let's see Francisco sounds like he doesn't agree i'm with i'm gonna i'm just gonna be quiet for right now <laughs> i have for plenty now. to say later <laughs> <laughs> uh okay so that was your classmate the relationship i'll yeah well i'll save my classic maker here because i want to get through uh you guys, I think, have a couple more things that you like Indeed. Um, between you two. So, Mark, why don't you give us one more thing you liked? Paul, you give us one more thing you liked, and then we'll go to the other classic makers. So, Mark? Okay. So, another thing was that this this world that they created, and it, it wasn't just like a monster city or something. They had an entire universe with stuff built on. Yes. Um, like... They had the Monsters, Inc., where they would harness screams that would power their entire existence. Um, they had, like, it was just this own little village in, that existed, and it was really cool to see, um, I don't know, just this how much work they put into really building and creating this world. Right. And the variety of different monsters and how they interacted, like the big ones and the small ones. I agree. Well, and it actually made me want to see more of this world. I mean, that's one mm. thing I feel like the even though there's these very big places like the monsters inc factory is like huge with the doors and all that but but in terms of the settings i mean i mean they go to lots of places especially in that door sequence they visit lots of different places but this movie feels very like almost small in scope and it seems like you could have gone a lot more places which actually makes me excited i'll go ahead and tease here that uh, Paul and I are going to be on um, Mark's podcast, the Square Code podcast, to talk about yeah. Monsters University. Shh. It's a secret. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm, and I've actually, I've only seen parts of that movie on someone else's chair in a plane. So I haven't, <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing more of this world that's established there. So, um, well, I think for this one, uh, and because it was a little bit, you know, what, 15, 16 years ago now, they Jeez, probably yeah. weren't able to do as much and they really just focused and honed in on the story being told. Well, right? I, they had to get that hair right on Sully. I mean, that was that was crucial. I, so I yeah. think that was the, the, the whole reason that they created the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, just the hair. 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul, why don't you give us your other thing that you liked? Uh, we mentioned relationships before, but I actually liked Mike and Sully's relationship. And the fact that Mike, uh, like when they were banished, Mike would still, even though he's mad, he came back and was like, you know what? You're my friend. I'll stick with you. And they had this real camaraderie, even like, even in the beginning when Sully was in trouble, he didn't know what to do. Basically he went and and interrupted mike's date because they were like best friends kind of like oh you know we need to figure this out or whatever i just really like the uh the rapport they had with one another but well i'm I'm okay so i'm guessing this is gonna be a no for you but i'm curious mark maybe no you're, you're <laughs> what you thought <clears throat> for me i almost felt like it was the relationship was a little one way like mike really adored sully and really would pretty much do anything for him but yeah. i felt like silly was like more um just like yeah yeah okay mike's mike's my pal but i'm it's it's nothing i i think i think if, when boo came into the picture he was replaced with boo okay mike so maybe that's replaced by boo maybe that's why i felt that since that yeah. was the majority of the movie but okay yeah well even at the uh i don't know it's tough because at the very beginning mike is like you know, he wakes him up in the morning and has him do all this, the scare drills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they feel like a team, but it's even that scene is Mike, you know, training solely. Yeah. 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 It Always kind of feel him. one way, I guess. I mean, yes, it does. But I, I, uh, but I doesn't, it, I don't think Sully takes it for granted, except right. that he's now more focused on Boo. At you know, at one point, okay. Uh, I just thought I'd mention it. I was curious. No, no, you're absolutely right. <laughs> it's very unhealthy. They need to break up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, let's see. You know what? I'll go ahead and give my uh classic maker now. Paul said that his was the relationship between Boo and uh Sully. For me, it was actually Boo herself. It was she was just such an adorable character and. Despite an acting in some regards older than two or three, like I, I don't know of a two or three year old that is both going to go in to the potties on her own, to the toilet on her own, and also not wants an adult to come in uh, or the guardian or whatever. I mean, if she has this rapport with Kitty slash Sully, I, I mean, Honestly, I'll out my children. They're not that ashamed of having you in there while they're at that age, while they're um, going to the bathroom. So, and how does she take off that costume and put it back on? Another and, great question. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, so there were some things in terms of that, but um, she was a very easy character to be invested in for me, and so I, I just really enjoyed her, even though Those she was big she, eyes. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we'll get to it. <laughs> but uh so boo is my uh classic maker for monsters inc now how about you mark what did you love most about this film um i mean we kind of touched on it before when i said the the world but more <laughs> specifically the classic maker for me was all of the different types of monsters that they had oh yeah um, yeah i think paul kind of said it like they had big ones uh they had scaly ones they had m- different monsters with different powers you know there were some that had fangs and ton of different eyeballs and then it was really cool to see their version of like you mentioned the the real world monsters like the yeti 
Um, actually, I think that was the only one that they showed, but it was just really cool to see how diverse they could populate this world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no xenomorphs. Come on, Monsters Inc. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think they're saving that for reincorporating. Oh, yeah, that's right. We yeah. mentioned that right. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. The well, search for more money. Or pretty much. <laughs> well, they went into massive debt at university, so now they have to get the money back. See? Uh, wow. Well, before... Thank you, guys. Now, before we get to our the things we didn't like so much about this movie, if there were any, we usually like to go out to social media and ask uh, all of you, our listeners, what do you remember about uh, the movies we cover? And here's what some of you had to say about Monsters, Inc. So first, James Hamrick says, my favorite Pixar film. Wow. Then uh, Ryan R. Jackson says, an absolutely excellent film. Fun story, super creative, epic voice acting choices, a classic. Wow. (laughs) Tony Fegan, he he added a a gif of the first time that uh, George, that orange furry monster, gets his 2319 um, thing. Uh, So thank you for that. Uh, Wow. (laughs) Okay, I'll stop. (laughs) Aaron Wallace says, I remember Sully's hair being quite the breakthrough for computer animation, but honestly, this is still one of my favorite Pixar films to date. They were so creative with the building, the monster world. Sort of speaking to what you were saying. Wow. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) On point. I see what you did there. A great story. I still cry when Sully and Boo say goodbye. Wow. (laughs) Gosh, it's become a thing. Celeste Mora says, magnificent. One of the best takes on the monster under the bed thing. Also, that's probably true. The fan theory that Boo is the witch in Brave is my favorite fan theory ever. Yeah. I had not heard that. That's because in uh, Brave, there's a little carve out of Sully. Yeah. A a wooden carve out. So, how would she know who Sully is unless. Anyway, because she's in a Pixar movie. It's it's not my fan theory. (laughs) But Brave would, I think, come out way okay. Keep going. (laughs) Keep rolling. Nathan James Norman says, I love this movie. My kids love this movie. My parents love this movie. John Goodman and Billy Crystal are are a hilarious duo. This film is second only to the prequel, Monsters University. Ashley Elizabeth says... Put that thing back where you came from, or so help me. So help me. <laughs> Becky Williams and Valerie Geary both say, Kitty. Uh, Andrew Simpson says, Snow Cone. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, finally, Cleva DeGrate says, Such a great film. Definitely a classic movie. Only thing tragic about this movie is when it ends. So thank you all so much for adding to the conversation. It's awesome getting to hear what you remember about these movies and hearing your feedback. So thank you so much to every single one of you. But now, uh, speaking of tragics, uh, let's get to those things that uh, didn't hold up so well. Maybe there were some. Uh, And I'll kick us off, guys, with probably... (laughs) Some of these you might find ridiculous. Some of these are just Francisco's being francisco so here Some we of go these are right on though so pay attention here we go <laughs> uh i'm kind of with uh paul the the title sequence just doesn't seem very high quality to me sorry mark yeah you can give me out. your thumbs down all you want no one can see it <laughs> for all they know you're giving me a big thumbs up so thank well, you well you for told that. them so thank you 
dang it. Foiled <laughs> again. But I felt like it it seemed like a Nickelodeon movie almost. I felt like it was very Rugrats oh, styled. You looked, you're using that as a as a negative thing. I'm not a big Rugrats fan, so oh. yes. then it looked like paper cutouts and I don't know if you guys are that familiar with me, but I that's like my jam. I, yeah, I'm I was about a, to I do know man, that. So that may be another reason why I liked it so much. Oh, okay. There you go. Consider the source. Completely fair. It was not for me, though. I, I would have preferred... Um, I'm trying to think of the other Pixar movies and how they open. Bottom. Uh, Bottom. How does Wally open? I feel like I really like Wally's opening. Wally. I don't know if all of them have like a tile sequence like that. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Probably they do. Not. I'm sure that some do, but I don't know if it's universal. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's Pixar, not Universal. Let's uh, anyway. Right. Let's move on. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark, though, what's something you didn't like? Um. So this is going against your classic maker, actually. Francisco. Oh, good. I'm glad Get we on. have some conflict. <laughs> I didn't like I, your titles, Mark. <laughs> I thought that the humans, in, in there weren't that many, but I thought yeah. they all looked really weird and like just. Yes, off. I, I, I can't disagree with you. I, I mean, I could, think, but I'm not going to. Or at least I remember thinking that Boo was really cute uh-huh. back when I first saw it, but then rewatching it now, it, it just it seemed a little creepy, almost like the monsters were cuter than the humans. You know what? Yes, in it. I completely agree with you. I think it was more her attitude, her posture, and her emotions that yeah. that were effective for me. Um, but yeah, her if it was just a character design, just her by herself, yeah, that's yeah. that's not the best. I mean, it is way more Toy Story esque in terms of design, which isn't which is a step backward, I would say, than Inside Out, right. which I think is like wow, awesome. Yeah. Um, so I have on my f- list of dislikes, the first one says Uncanny Valley, oh, which okay. is this. I wouldn't the, say this is anywhere oh, close to Uncanny Valley, but okay. Okay, I agree. The creepiness is there, <laughs> and especially when the eyes get big, when they're scared, it is really creepy. And this, unfortunately... <laughs> is the main focus of this movie is when kids get scared and their eyes go big. So I was like, really? You choose this as your main focus point of the movie and it's creepy. And it's not supposed to be. I understand it's a monster movie, but I don't think it's supposed to be creepy. Yeah, I don't think the the humans or the kids are supposed to be creepier than the actual monsters. Yeah, (laughs) but they are. Congratulations. I'm... I'm curious as a sidebar, do you think this movie would have worked better at all if it was traditionally animated? Yes. I think it just that fat yeah. I think I, I think so too. I'm maybe today they would they it could have been better. Oh well, yeah, yeah, because yeah. the technology's yeah. gotten better. But any movie right. that's been redone that was <laughs> <laughs> that was done previously three D wise would be better today. All right. I'll continue the dislikes when they're okay so you guys seem to really enjoy that there's so many different monsters and and that is a really cool component 
But when but. they're but when they're establishing this world, like when Mike and Sully leave their apartment or house or whatever, and they're, they're walking walk- down the street, meeting all these other monsters, it seems like some of them are have been are, like this is their first day as monsters with the their oh. power sets. It seemed I didn't get that. really odd. Like so, the the two examples. I think they're really only two because I rewatched this um, for reasons I'll get to later. But uh, I was about to say, I think that was the whole point of the podcast is to rewatch. This <laughs> no, movie. I mean a second. Like I rewatched it, then watched part of it again. Oh, good. And because you get more out of it, though, you have more to talk. So about. this Go sequence, ahead. Ahead. you have this one uh, monster that's reading the newspaper. Then he sneezes and burns up the newspaper because he breathes fire. Yes. Um, you've had this your whole life. I mean, I know. I sure if you're like a baby monster, okay, that happens, but. I know if I'm about to sneeze and like someone's in front of me, I know to stifle it or move my hand or or something to okay. keep from sneezing on the person. Obviously, you know you paid money for this paper or scream or whatever the currency is. And why are you so upset that you ruined this paper that if you're not going to do anything to move your sneeze? It seems because here's why. Because you're right. He is old enough to know that if you turn your head and to sneeze, you're either going to. S- set someone on fire walking by <laughs> accidentally like he's done before so it's better to, to set the newspaper or or, yeah or you don't sneeze into your arm when you breathe fire that's just <laughs> dumb so the okay, only stifle safe the place sneeze, then you can you stifle it. it's coming no no i can stifle no, a sneeze you can i do can't it. No, yeah, I don't want to. Have, you know, his insides would be burning. Yeah, you, oh you don't want to because it goes in reverse, and you don't want none of that. <laughs> or it'll come out the other end, and you don't want that either. <laughs> so the safest thing to do was is to literally burn your money there by what's in front of you. Then he his reaction shouldn't have been what it was. We it should have been are like, spending way too much time. Okay, on fine. This the other point. thing. The other yes. thing was that slug character or gelatinous character that falls down the drain. Oh, yeah. And his eyes and mouth. It's like, okay, you're going to be wearing some sort of protective costume that keeps that from happening because there's lots of these openings out on the street. Uh, this no, is, there's only a few. This can't be the first time this has happened. It isn't. That's why it's like, oh, not again. That's how I, th- I took it. Well, he didn't say not again, but it's kind of, oh, man, this is a pain because I had to go through this again. Or I have to, I've done this before. Okay. And it's a pain. These monsters are either not very intelligent or <laughs> that this, they weren't thinking, or this is their first day on the job being monsters, which doesn't it's make sense to you. It's a movie. Oh, it's a my movie. gosh, with your, it's a kid's movie. I'm it's telling you, there's something that took me out of the movie, and that's this section. Leave me alone. Paul, take it away. <laughs> Um, I'm going to continue your rant. <laughs> My next point, actually the remaining points are come with a warning because you need warning. to turn your brain warning. off. You need to turn your brain off. You need to turn your brain off while watching this silly movie. The reason why is, okay, does Boo have teleportation powers? Oh. Like <laughs> She's popping up here and there and everywhere. It's physically impossible. She reminds me of a droopy cartoon where the wolf's out to get him. He's just popping up in random places. And it's like, this is just one example 
of turn your brain off. Okay, the village is three-day hike. I'm going to sled down for, oh, five to ten seconds, and boom, <laughs> I'm there at the village. That was not a three-day hike. There's lots and lots and lots of examples where you need to turn your brain off in this movie. I feel like you can go down a lot faster, though, than it would be to hike up in snow. Yes, you can. Though but he did say a walk three... a lot farther in three down. days than what he... Than what he slid down. All right. I, I guess I'll give you that. What's so that? I'll stop there. I'll save the rest for my so, other dislikes. Wait. Was that two? Okay. That wasn't two dislikes. That was just no, that turning was just your brain one. off. Was, okay. Got it. Okay. Um, any any commentary on that, Mark? I'm curious. <laughs> it's a kid's uh, movie. You're supposed to turn your brain off. I know. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, I didn't really think of that, but it totally makes sense. I think just by default, when you enter a lot of these kind of movies, you do that. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, you just automatically turn your brain off, Paul. Jeez, I know I should do that when watching any movie. I, I should. I actually need a reminder to turn it back off. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. I go nice. for days without knowing. Oh yeah, I forgot to turn my brain on because I watched that movie. <laughs> wow. Uh, go ahead, Mark. Oh, I just said wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> back. I'll, I'll take it away. Back to me. That made. That was redundant. Uh, something else I didn't <laughs> like about this movie. While I like a lot about the climax where they're going around all the doors and it, it both made me frustrated that... So two things. It made me frustrated that there isn't a roller coaster at Disneyland or Pixar Land or yes. I mean, California Adventure, whatever they're going to call it eventually. Where you can fall hundreds of feet from <laughs> fast flying doors. But no, not that you fall. No, just like you're attached to this door hanging on or something. Oh, like And Peter going Pan on all the rails and stuff. Yeah, looked, that looks cool. like the most amazing roller coaster ride ever. So please yeah. build that. How many Disney. movies does Disney produce that are like that? There was something like that in the... Um, there was? Yeah, in uh, 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 Emperor's New Groove. Tron, we've talked about that. So. Tron would be another good one, though. I know. I mean, this the, this seems built in, though. I mean, there's a rail already there. So the <laughs> suspension of disbelief is even I'm, I'm, more I'm, reduced. I'm sorry. You know, Disney is an independent, small-budget <laughs> uh, little movie company. Yeah, they, they can't afford that. Yeah, they they barely know how to raise funds beyond Kickstarter. So uh, maybe in one day in the future they'll get. I, I, I think they are. I mean, I don't know if this is going to happen or not, but I know in Shanghai they have the Tron light light cycle ride. Oh, sweet. I, I heard that. I yeah. think they're building one at Epcot Center in Orlando, where it's going to be like the same ride where they have the test track right now. Uh-huh. Nice. And then another thing, they have the rock and roll Aerosmith ride at, yeah. I think, Hollywood Studios in Orlando as well. Yeah. I think they're talking about doing a Monsters, Inc. thing to replace that one. Okay. Well, good for well, that. we're all for it. Yes, yes, I am. So that is the first thing. But the second thing... Was I felt like that sequence just went on a bit too long? I, yeah, I, I can see that. Um, yeah, I, I have. I'm not sure where you take out, but yeah, I just felt like it. It just it went on too long for me. Uh, let's go back to Mark. What's one more thing you didn't like? Uh, so you guys both said that you liked all of the voice acting from top to bottom. I didn't say all. 
for most... I called out the ones I liked. <laughs> what I didn't like, even though I like the characters, I will, and this can uh, leap, you can leap off of this, Mark. I didn't uh... like the... the... <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm a, I'm a good leaper, so let's do it. All right. You, Francisco, you said you like the uh, the two guys that were yes. like, oh, here he comes. Exactly. I did. I liked them too, but I wish that it didn't sound like it was the same person yeah. doing both yeah. both voices. Okay. But go ahead, Mark. Take it from there. Uh, so the, there's two characters that I didn't really like, and it was the villains. So Water Noose oh. and Steve Buscemi, uh, Randall. Oh, I love Steve Buscemi. So, for for me, I think their voices match the character look. Yeah, but if they're gonna be the main villains, they were not scary at Enough. all. They were just they were like uh, I they, thought they were animated th- voices and cartoon that matched their look, but they were not villainous. I thought Steve Bus- Buscemi was intimidating or anything. Intimidating, yeah, he's creepy. I think and he's, sounds like he's a guy holding his nose when he talks. Yeah, but yeah. he's villainous, nasally. I think James Coburn was well cast because he's like he's like the grandpa that you don't know is going to stab you in the back. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what grandpas do that. Oh yeah, that kind of grandpa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, but that's perfect. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's something like underlying that you you don't know is there until it happens, yeah. essentially. But he sound, but he sounds old and distinguished, like yeah. he would be the president of a company. Yeah. So, but I thought, I'm going to say with Steve Buscemi, I can agree with you, Mark. That it's he doesn't oh, have a super. On. He has he has like a a, a slot. Like he'd be a good main villain sidekick which i guess in a way he is but as like a big scare yeah his 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 look is scary but the voice i'm not sure any thoughts as to who you would like to have seen in that role mark uh i don't know but uh yeah gilbert godfrey no (laughs) no (laughs) was that a question just so you could do that no actually that just came to me i I wish I could claim that much forethought. Uh, um, <laughs> but uh, Paul, I'm curious. Do you have any anyone? I mean, you like Steve Buscemi. I thought he was great in it. Yeah. All right. All right. Fine, guys. There's what something else? like slithery, creepy about it. I thought he was great. Okay. Well, uh, Paul, what's something you didn't think was great? What's one more thing you didn't think was great? Oh, loopholes. Here we go back to turn your brain <laughs> off. Um so the fact that throughout the history of monsterdom, no one has ever caught the laugh to have it fill the energy, uh, <laughs> and all their times they never figured out that hey, laughter gives energy too. That's a little convenient, a little uh, not uh, not reality. When would they have not come like upon? Any of this is. When would they have? Well, yeah. When would they have come upon a laughing child, though? Uh, lots of times when, especially at the be- at the beginning, where the guy was like, "Oh, you're not scary enough," you know, and, and oh, like like maybe a kid could have just thought one of them was yeah. so silly they would laugh. You're gonna have all throughout oh, the I years. Guess. You have so many monsters. You're gonna have so many different kinds of reactions. I suppose, especially yeah. as the kids get older. Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. Was that the only loophole, though? That was the only loophole in the movie. No, there's a lots of loopholes. In okay. the movie. Oh, was, was that the only one you were going to mention, though? Pl- yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. 
The I'm, whole like, oh, laughter has never come up before. I was getting set for a whole list. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. I, there's a um, so leaping off of that one again. <laughs> we have wow. I, I heard a, a continuity error between this one and Monsters U. Oh, really? Um, okay. So when they're in the very beginning, when they're walking to work for the first time in the film, mm-hmm. uh, I've known you since the fourth grade. Yeah. Oh, and but they they meet in college. Oh, so okay. it's an exaggeration. It's like, oh, we know each other for so long. It's like we met in the fourth grade. Yeah. Uh, Something no. like, well, he's. I think the line was like, um, "You've been jealous of my good looks since fourth grade. Since forever, like the fourth grade." And yeah. they don't do anything to speak to that in Monsters University that you're. Well, you'll find about? out soon, won't you? Uh, I'm asking you guys. <laughs> yes, I will. I don't remember. Okay, I don't think so though. Come on, that seems like something that's easy enough to retcon. So they should have done that. <laughs> yeah. But okay, I'll give you one I hated more. That too. <laughs> one more thing I didn't like, guys. Before we get to our tragic makers, I the fact that I know you, I think both of you guys like this, but that Sully gets back to Boo in the end feels like any heartache I, you're feeling towards Sully for doing the right thing to putting Boo back, even at the cost of losing her. It's just all in vain. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> all those feels, ah, don't worry about it. It, it. We got it for you. It, it's all good now. I feel this like this is a perfect example of Pixar playing with your emotions. They lead you to a point where you're like, oh, I feel sad. But they don't want you to feel sad at the end of the movie. They want you to feel happy so you like it and enjoy it again. So what do they do? They bring in this moment. Yeah, but I feel like they could have done it way like up i think is a much better way of doing this do they bring oh, his the flying his, talking dogs no <laughs> okay no they they don't like bring his wife back from the dead at the end or anything like that they he they dies ha- too so they're together no the they end. it's just it's their relationship continued and it's even sad for russell because sorry this is getting on top it's sad for russell because his dad doesn't come to his pinning but but mr Help me, Mr. Fredrickson. Mr. Fredrickson, yeah, Carl is there to pin him, and then they go for ice cream, and I, I think that's a, a. I love how that ends. There's just still hurt there, but there's also restoration here. It's just like all that hurt. Oh, it's it might as well not have happened. Cause don't worry, he gets back to her, guys. I, let, all right, so let me play me. your game, Francisco. Oh, okay. Here how we go. would you have liked it to? Oh. <laughs> all right, F F. Them not him not get back to Boo. It's as simple as that. Like maybe, oh maybe here if you want to have some sort of n- nice little, um, if you want to make sure Boo is okay. I don't know. Maybe you have another monster. Uh, maybe it's several years later, and you find out that this monster is um, getting laughs from Boo's daughter or Boo's son or something like yeah. that. So you it's find the out- Peter Pan ending. Yeah, is that Peter Pan? Yeah. Where he goes back to Wendy and she's grown up and she has a kid and Peter has a Isn't daughter. Isn't that and- the hook ending? No. Or is that from the-, the actual book? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Thank you. I'm just thinking back to that horrible, tragic no, Wendy gr- Disney Peter Pan movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, in the book, Peter Pan goes back and oh, uh, really? okay. Wendy's grown up and has a daughter. I didn't know that was so- canonical. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. So yes, the Peter Pan ending is what I I think would have 
would have given you some of that sense of like, oh, okay, I know she's okay until I get some closure with, okay, I know she's okay and we're good. Uh, yeah. That's what I would have would have done. Yeah, that would have got rid of my tragic maker. <laughs> well, we'll uh, let's go ahead and get into our tragic makers. Paul, what what was yours? That door at the <laughs> end. That How they're able they get to restore it, it? Yeah, they're able to restore after it's been through the shredder. Now, here's where I would have rewrote it. You know when they're on that roller coaster that you love so much and <laughs> yes. one of the doors falls <laughs> yes, and it yes. shatters? Yeah, it only sh- it, it shatters into several pieces. But that's a door if you spent time you could put back together. That's yeah. more believable than having a door go through the shredder and then you putting it back together again <laughs> in order well, for it to work. And it goes through the shredder and it's in chunks instead of like you know, dust, yeah, which dust. a shredder should be yes. for wood, but yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I I can't so, disagree with you, Paul. I, yeah, um, I mean that's the obvious loophole. Can, turn your brain off <laughs> moment. Going back to my game that I like to play, how do you get a touch of Sully has a piece left of this door when that happens. So he can't carry around this big chunk in his clipboard. No, you still have a small piece like that if if the door were to fall. Or you don't have him go through it at all. Like you said, he goes in the future, goes through and finds Peter the Pan's daughter. It. Yeah, okay. yeah, the Peter okay. Yeah. So we're just resolving loop we're resolving everything here. <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> almost. Almost. Mark, what's your tragic maker for Monsters Inc.? Uh, we kind of touched on it before, but uh, the graphics. I, oh, yeah. They did not hold up over the years yeah. at all. Yeah. I, watching this, it looked like an animatic version sometimes of like a, not a fully rendered of what we have today. Oh, it, right. it seemed very simple. Like, oh, th- uh, watching it from today's perspective, some of the scenes feel like it's not finished. So. Huh. Yeah, I didn't get that feeling. It did feel like it was a PS3 game, a PlayStation 3 game or something. Yeah, it, it seemed like um, exactly. Yeah, not cutting edge at all. Like like definitely dated technology. Yes. Yeah, but you're gonna get that, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, but I think there's some movies that are aware of their limitations mm-hmm. in like this world, so you would kind of back off and redirect the focus on stuff that you can do really well. Yeah. Like Like hair on a monster. No, sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. Well, I was going to say like Toy Story, I think they, they knew that there were all these limitations. So it made sense to do it about do this, um, this work on toys that were already plasticky. So it's going to look plastically. Okay. So that, that makes sense since most of the movie is about that. So it doesn't feel as dated, I would say as, as something like this, where the, the kids look like toys, the monsters look like toys. (laughs) <laughs> Everything looks like toys still. So I'll tell you what that uh, that what do you call the? But those grasshoppers uh, in Bugs Life, those look like grasshoppers. Let's do Bugs Life. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna no, say, Paul? I, I was gonna say that it's not coming to me. I'm getting a 404 file. <laughs> trying to come up did you turn your brain back on uh, uh, oh uh. thank you that's what i need to do hold on i need to reboot but you know what that they go through that that testing zone where they scare the animatronic kid oh yes yes at the beginning of the movie that kid's all like snuggle and and he's like peeking and he's acting like a real kid not an animatronic yeah and, he, and there's 
So that's like, okay, Pixar, you're trying to pull one over. You're not that good. Look at those graphics. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, I think I'll, I'll close out our dislike section with, um, I, again, something that is disagreeable to you guys. <sighs> And so the thing I didn't like the most was I felt like 90% of Mike slash Billy Crystal's jokes just didn't land for me. You know, I, I felt I, I, th- I thought half of them felt they were forced. It okay. was kind of like it wasn't natural. Yeah, I cannot. And I think Billy Crystal's funny. I remember really liking him in City Slickers. I like Hello. a lot of his comedy that I've heard. Like I remember way back when he used to host the Academy Awards fairly consistently. I really enjoyed him. I always look forward to, oh, Billy Crystal's hosting it? Oh, I, I actually want to watch. Uh, but yeah, for this, I, I don't know what it, why why they didn't work for me, especially given that they worked for you so well, Mark. I don't know what the... I'm curious <laughs> what the disparity is. That's well, really humor fascinating. Humor is different for everybody. Some people like... Wait, what? <laughs> some people like Jim Carrey and some people don't. Some people like Billy Crystal. Some people don't. And you know what? That's an interesting point because Jim Carrey, I like him and I love him in Liar Liar. I really don't like him in Dumb and Dumber. So I guess it could, it could also just be... Yeah what type of comedy you're doing in the given exactly. role. Okay. All right. I Maybe you puppet. just hate croutons and... <laughs> <laughs> there it is, folks. All right. Well, now that we've entered all our firing trajectories into the targeting computer, Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating Salvo at the ready on your mark. Do we rate Monsters, Inc. a classic? We'd recommend anyone go out and see this, whether or not you've seen it before. A nostalgic, we'd only recommend it to people who've seen it as a kid. It would definitely be worth a rewatch to them, but probably not worth your time if you haven't seen it before. Or a tragic, we'd recommend no one see this or see it again if you have seen it before. Uh, so let's start with our guest. How do you rate Monsters Inc.? Classic, tragic, or classic, nostalgic, or tragic? I'm going to have to say nostalgic. Nostalgic from Mark. Okay, so that's down from your classic. What happened? It is down. Uh, the graphics were just too difficult to bear with. Okay. And I think it really, really, really hurt. The other stuff that I didn't like wasn't that big of a deal, but the, the graphics, the graphics really... were too hard for me to get get over so is, do you find that's typically something that um, even if the story is really good, the presentation, if it's not done well, it it's almost distracting or jarring from the experience? Yeah. I mean, that that's this movie completely. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, yeah, everything else was fine. I just, it was, yeah, I could not get behind the look and feel it. It totally took me out of it mm. a lot of, a lot of moments. Well, that's unfortunate. Okay. But, but fair. Uh <laughs> Paul, how do you rate this movie? I've been honestly struggling because back and forth, back and forth. Honestly, I would recommend this. If you haven't seen this movie, I'd recommend it. I think you'd like it. I think there's a good chance that you would like it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So I want to rate it a classic. Here's the thing. The thing. On our last episode, our previous episode before this, we covered Spirited Spirited Away. Yes. 
And on that, I rated it nostalgic, mostly because it was slow. And But honestly, I think I would see Spirited Away again before I, I would see this movie again. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So what what about that would makes you want to see it again more than this? Um the, uh, the story I thought was interesting. I thought Even though we talked was, about there wasn't plot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> plot. No, but No, but just the, I, there is a, a a there it's not a complicated plot. Yeah, that's true. Know. Yes. Um so I want to actually I want to rate this classic and re do my <laughs> my <laughs> spirit away to classic yeah <laughs> it would make a lot more sense that way well l- let me help you with this paul okay Cult- cultural relevance is you've said is a factor for you so would you say this is more culture culturally blah, 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 culturally I, I, col- relevant then Spirited I, Away, the same or less? I think Spirited Way had a, a bigger impact on the culture than Monsters, Inc. because uh, it it um, was international... Was it... Mi- or, <laughs> it sorry, I'm trying to <laughs> formulate my words here. I know, which uh, should have... You know, it should be easy to do it's on a fine, podcast. It's fine. It, Spirited Away made the world look at it and say oh wow this is a thing Uh um i know miyazaki did that previously with uh princess mononoke but um it was still relatively different you know Mm -hmm. where this is like oh it's pixar they're good they're they're continuing to do their thing it's Mm -hmm. not something that's like mind-blowingly new and Uh exciting it i don't think it um, made that much of an imp- I mean, it did with its advance in technology, but... And we have lots of people from our feedback that love this movie. Right. So, like I said, I figure both are a classic, but <laughs> I I feel bad rating it a classic. You know what's a classic? Okay. All right. So, Monsters, Inc. is a classic. <laughs> Can poor, I change my... spirited other- way. <laughs> yeah. Can I change my spirited way one? Nope. <laughs> no. But I think we ended up... Didn't we say disputed classic for that? Yeah. Okay. So I don't worry. It's safe. No worries. All right. <laughs> no thanks to you, but <laughs> I know <laughs> that's fine. There, but you know what? I was representing those people who, yeah. and now this time I'm representing people who do like it. There, so you, there go. you go. So um, this leaves us uh, with a classic from. No, no classic. I'm sorry. Yeah, a classic yeah. from Paul. Jeez. Yeah. A nostalgic <laughs> from Mark. Now, something I neglected to mention while we're talking. You watched part of it twice? No, you mentioned that. (laughs) And the reason for that is I fell asleep through this movie several times. (laughs) It was several, not not just once. Not just once. I was well. I was nodding off through several parts of this movie. I think I legitimately fell asleep once. I didn't realize there were bloopers at the end of this movie. I until I watched. The end credits again because apparently I'd fallen asleep at some point. <laughs> I didn't realize there were bloopers either. As as soon as Mike and and Sully were singing in the credits, you know, I I was like, all right, I've heard enough and turned it off. You mean when they're actually you see them doing their actual stage mm-hmm. performance? No. Oh, okay. No. Just the song. The last on. song. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, yeah. There's bloopers after that. Yes. 
Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Or actually, no. Well, I think don't it's, I, feel I think the bloopers are during that. So that's yeah. That's I, I like it's I said, a I did bit it after. I think okay. Or I think they do that song and then they bring in the bloopers. Okay, I think. And you know what? I I gotta say, maybe it was my ad to going in this movie, but it was not the most enjoyable experience for me. Oh, um, did it remind you of your childhood? No, it didn't remind me of my childhood at all. Uh, oh, but for, oh, that's why it didn't remind me. <laughs> pretty much for that and all the reasons I mentioned in the tragic section, I'm unfortunately gonna have to rate Monsters Inc. a uh, tragic movie. I I know that makes wow. a lot of people. I, as I was reading our Facebook and Instagram feedback, I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna get tons of hate. This is this is my <laughs> Python all over again. Francisco um, hates Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> I read Toy Story. I'm pretty sure I read a classic. So and I don't he doesn't like Pixar. comedy. So oh my word, Paul. So with that leaves us with a draw. But 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 but. We do have a, uh, if you are one of our patrons at the, I think, $3 or more level, you get to we be part you. of the, well, that too. You get to be part of the Rewind Republic, where we actually say, hey, we're going to be covering, these are the movies we're covering next. How would you rate them? And your vote actually goes into figuring out if we do have a draw. So the votes we got this time were for nostalgic. So given that... The Retro Rewind I Podcast. <laughs> Mark wins the Retro Rewind Podcast. <laughs> uh, it is a highly disputed nostalgic movie for Monsters, Inc. If How I recall, it? I think Sword in the Stone, we did the same thing. I think, yes, or I think so, too. We each had a, a, our own rating. Yeah. yeah, I actually re-listened to that, and I think I even said that's highly disputed, and Paul said, <laughs> um, what makes it highly disputed, and uh, <laughs> is it because... You, you, I rated it trash. <laughs> oh, do like we do re- literally the same? I think each one of us did the same. I, I honestly hate think Disney. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I think I did rate it tragic. Yes, because the only good part I remember about that movie was the Matt Mad, Mad and the yeah the wizards duel. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness! Wow. But I feel like you and Paul were flipped. Like. You rated a classic Mark and he rated a nostalgic, but I could be I wrong. I think he did classic. No, I did classic. All right, then. Okay, so we're <laughs> it's the same rating, folks. Apparently, heard the same episode. So, yeah. <laughs> so now that you've listened to hater. the Sword in the Stone episode, pardon you. Uh, yeah. If you like this episode, you should hear the other one. <laughs> yes. Uh, I believe that was 125. I'll go check that real quick. But uh, while I'm doing that, yeah, according to the Retro Rewind podcast, like I said, we rate Monsters, Inc., a spewed nostalgic movie. <clears throat> and if you'd like to go back and listen to Sword in the Stone, also with Mark, then you can go back to episode number 123 for that. Now let's get to our feedback section. Us. Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. All right, before feedback, a few announcements. First, uh, October 18th is the last day to cast your vote for the next five movies we are going to be covering. Now, I, I looked recently and we've had a lot of upsets, a lot of changes since the last time we mentioned. So, if we were to lock in these five movies today, you would be getting 
Disney's animated Tarzan. Uh, as number five? As number one. number one. So this is one, okay. two, three, four, five. Okay. Uh, the Santa Claus with Tim Allen as number two. Tombstone would be number three. What? Harry and the Hendersons, number four. Wow, those aren't Disney. And Ever After. Wow, Francisco, you must five. be thrilled. They're not Disney. <laughs> <laughs> and I the like, first one. And I, well, I remember liking Tarzan. Isn't the Santa Claus Disney? I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, okay. yeah, it is. Um, and isn't Tombstone Bonavista? No, I don't know. Or Touchstone. <laughs> I, whatever. Anyway, but that those would be your five movies now. But go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash vote by October 18th. If you don't like that that shakeup, uh, then vote up and down the movies that you'd like us to cover or not cover. Can you cheat the voting? So if I were to go like once a day and vote up the ones I wanted? You're no not comment. supposed to. I'm not <laughs> able to. I've heard tell of people that are able to do that. Oh. So if you're one of those, don't be a cheater. Is what I'm going to say. Do but every I, other day. But I ain't your papa <laughs> either. Uh, so that's our first announcement. Uh, next, I just want to say I got a chance to go be a go be on a local YouTuber's uh, gaming stream. Uh, him and I, his name was Andrew. We played Star Fox 64. Uh, no, it's <sighs> he and I. Sorry. He and him I. Him is the object of Star preposition. Fox Thank you, Grammar Nazi. You're welcome. Uh, we tried to tackle the hard route, and we ended up uh, ended the night with some multiplayer. It was a lot of fun, and if that sounds interesting for you to watch, go check out Consuming Fire Gaming on YouTube. Uh, alternatively, you can go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Retro Rewind Podcast, and one of our playlists is uh, Star Fox 64 playlist, and that our, my playthrough with uh, Consuming Fire Gaming is one of the videos in that playlist. Uh, so, yeah, go check them out and give them a sub- subscribe to them and subscribe to us while you're at it if you're on YouTube <laughs> already. Uh, Mark recently did that. Be like Mark. Subscribe to our yeah. YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, and finally, go to uh, RetroRewindPodcast.com slash store if you'd like to buy one of our T-shirts or hoodies. That's another way to support the podcast. Now for some feedback we've gotten. Uh, I want to thank, this is generally, I want to thank everyone who has mentioned us and shared our stuff on Facebook and Twitter. We we do see it, and I do my best to uh, like and heart it when that happens and even respond back in some cases. Um, I, I'm sorry, I, I am not adept enough to keep track of all of that and to read it all here uh, when that happens. But we do appreciate it, and thank you so much for sharing and mentioning us. It does make a big difference, so thank you. Um, specifically, though, some people that, um, because they, they are asking questions or mentioning certain things, uh, Robert Cole uh, tweeted us and said, Hey, guys and gals, uh, could you add Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back, to your list? Now, you might recall this is one of the ones uh, someone else asked for, and Paul Vito did, but him and I talked through it again. <laughs> he and, and I. Paul and I talked through it again, <laughs> and we, we decided we would add it to the list. So that will, when, we, when we get the next five movies voted on and have this uh, emptiness of five movies, I guess you'd say, um, we have, uh, that is part of the, the ones that will get added in to the list. Um, now, uh, also, Celeste, uh, Celeste Morris says, please consider adding and follow, 
adding the following movie to the list, Grease. Just Grease, not Grease 2. Now, I've never seen Grease. Paul, have you seen Grease? Yes. Dang it. Okay. <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> I, I haven't seen it, if that makes a difference. Oh, well. <laughs> it does. Since you, <laughs> well. since you won the podcast, it makes a big difference. <laughs> um, Celeste, Paul and I will talk about uh, the pros and cons of possibly doing Grease. Uh, but for now, it's not necessarily going to get on the list. But it might. So. But we can be bribed. We do accept <laughs> Benjamins. <laughs> it's all about the Pentiums, baby. That's um, right. Let's see. So thank you, everyone, for uh, your comments, your feedback. Uh, we love interacting with you on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Uh, so thank you to everyone who does that. And if you want to leave us feedback on this episode or any other, the best places to do it are either in the comment section for this episode, again, RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 129, or uh, join our Facebook group. Go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash group, and I'll take you there. Join it. We have lots of interaction and lots of communication, lots of just back and forth there. It's a lot of Can fun. I just say Greece is tragic and move on? <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> I know I'm one of the few people that – I know a lot of people that love that movie. I honestly I would not – I hate it, and I can go through the list of reasons why – but anyway, go ahead. I have no interest to see it, but maybe that could make for a fun episode. I yeah, I was about to say, it could be an interesting com- uh, conversation, especially if we have Celeste on. Or yeah, or anyone who who loves the movie. Who loves so, the movie, yeah. yeah. Uh, now you got me intrigued. We ooh. can battle it out. This is why it stinks. Ding, this is ding. why it's great. Round 15. All right, guys. Tell well, me more. Tell me more. Sorry, we have just ahead. about reached our last nap point and the end of the episode. If you are new to the show, thank you so much for listening this far, especially. I imagine we you liked what you heard, um, at least in some capacity. So why not just subscribe to the show? I mean, you're listening to iTunes probably, so just hit the subscribe button. I mean, why not? Uh, or you can find us in Stitcher, Google Play Music, or any podcatcher, really. Uh, but if you have been uh, loving this show for a long time, or I was even so awkward saying it that way. (laughs) Me love you long time. Yes, exactly. Okay, thank you for calling (laughs) out, Paul. All right. Uh, Consider becoming one of our patrons. Go to (laughs) patreon.com slash retro rewind podcast to support us financially. I mean, for just $1 an episode, uh, which comes out to about $2 a month, you will get even more content. Um, We've done new tubes and games in the past. That's where we talk about new things we're into and playing silly games. Uh, Currently, we're uh, doing uh, this movie and theology or movie and spiritual conversation uh, segment where we talk about the spiritual themes we we that watching the movie prompted us to think about. So we've <clears throat> been having a lot of fun doing that. Uh, we've also done movie commentaries, um, some newer movie reviews. So if you'd like access to all that extra content, uh, and you get access to all the back catalog of that too, it's not like you only get access to anything newer. Um, you Aww. get the you get the feed that has everything in it. Uh, we should charge more for that. Being one of our patrons, <laughs> and uh, thank you to everyone who is a current patron. Again, it, it it really makes a difference. So thank you. With that, we have now reached Nav Point Omega. Paul, do you have any intel on our next mission? I bet you don't. Not at all. <laughs> I don't even have that 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 up. Um, hold on, while I get that ready. Now, all right. Next time we'll be going back to the year 1998 for a card game called Guillotine. Yeah, and we're actually uh, 
we're going to be playing that together, me and Paul, and maybe some of my other local friends. Because Paul, this is th- that will be the episode where Paul is actually up here in Portland in the flesh. Oh my gosh, I can't wait. Uh, so yeah, look forward to that episode, and we may even do a YouTube uh, live YouTube of that, so you can see the game being played. We'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I guarantee. I guarantee. Almost. <laughs> So if you want to share your memories about if you've ever played that game, if you want to share your memories about that or talk to us about anything, you can contact you can contact us at Retro Rewind Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Also, again, check out our video streams and pod trailers on youtube.com slash retro rewind podcast. And if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my social media links. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you for being an awesome friend. Oh, you're welcome. Awesome co-host. Not a monster at all. No. Um, Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> but you do demonstrate your uh, excellent first mate uh, abilities. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, thank you, Paul. And also a very special thank you to our guest, Mark Morse. It is awesome having you back on the show. Uh, thank you for adding your interruptions to the your repertoire. That is, <laughs> and and uh, for winning the podcast. And, yeah, good job winning the podcast. That's the thing <laughs> now, win. apparently. Wow. Uh, so, Mark, will you please tell people where they can find you online and anything you'd like to promote? Uh, I think the easiest way is just all the social medias. We are Squared Co. Um, that's probably more exciting than my personal ones anyways. <laughs> Um, but uh, so we kind of mentioned this before, but we do have our own podcast, Squared Co. Podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you check back um, to when we have Francisco and Paul on the Squared Co. Podcast to talk about Monsters University. So it'll be a nice yeah. follow up to this one. Absolutely. Um, awesome, Mark. Yeah. And look out for that. Um, we're really excited being on that. Uh, look out for that episode of yours uh, in a, about a week or so. Do you know what number specifically that's going to be? That so I just did release twenty eight. So we have twenty. No, I don't. Okay, <laughs> look just just look for monsters. Monsters University yeah. on Square. Just subscribe to Square Co Podcast. So and you won't have to worry about it. It'll just come there right you to go. you. The yeah. title will say the way we do it, it's the structured as episode number and then the title. So it'll be like episode 31, maybe mm-hmm. uh, Monsters University Review. Okay. Very awesome. Uh, and thank you again, Mark. It was a pleasure having you on. Hopefully, you'll come back again. Uh, and uh, you aren't a monster either, in case you were wondering. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> what a horrible thing to say. <laughs> Why is that horrible? Because this is a movie about monsters where they're cool. There's also humans, which yeah, I guess they're not they're, very cool. So yeah, they were no. cool. Okay, all right, I see your point. Regardless, you can find me, Francisco, on Twitter. I'm at FXRUIZX. You can also find me on Instagram with the same handle. And I want to promote my services as a web and graphic designer. Check out my portfolio at FXRDesign.com. But I want to thank you, you right there listening Thank you so much for listening uh, to this podcast. We pray whatever you're doing, wherever you are, whether you're doing like push-ups right now, keep it up. <laughs> just just five more. Finish strong. You can do it. Or you're commuting to work. 
Hopefully it's a good day. Or you're coming home from work. Hopefully you have a good night. Or you're washing dishes. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully they're really clean. <laughs> oh, thank you. Hopefully they're really clean. Wherever you are, wherever you're going, thank you so much for listening. And we hope that we brought a smile to your face at some point during this episode. Yeah. Uh, now, don't forget that you can find us. Uh, uh, some other places to find us is on the Retro Junkies Network at theretrojunkies.com. And you can also catch us on the Christian Geek Central Network at christiangeekcentral.com. But like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Retro Rewind Mission Complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. Okay, out of all the Pixar films, do you know where Monsters, Inc. ranks uh, monetarily worldwide? I'm going to say, do you, have, do you know how many films total there are? 18 right This now. is not a standard ending, by the way. I'm expecting comedy. Oh, but you're going with this movie that wasn't very comedic. I see. Oh, <laughs> This is total, not opening weekends. This is not based on this opening is just weekends. Total. total grosses. Uh, Mark, what's your guess? Fifth. I'm going to. Uh, it is in the top ten. I'll let you know that. Okay. Out of eighteen, you. it's in the top ten. I'm gonna say. Are we doing closest or Price is Right? Don't go over. Oh, we're doing closest. Okay. So Mark can win this <laughs> podcast again. Okay. <laughs> uh I'm gonna say eighth. Oh, ding ding ding! Correct. With really? Eight. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. So, sorry, Mark. Francisco takes back the oh, captain man. status. <laughs> I'm the captain now. Um, very cool. I can't believe it. What? I was on a podcast. <laughs> Did you hear me? <laughs> I'm a natural. That was a much better way to end it.